Hey, this is Ash Ketchum, and you're listening to Points of Interest Podcast Network. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you this special news update. Welcome back, party people, to Conventional Wisdom, your one-stop shop for all things pop culture, anime, and comic book convention. We are your hosts. I am Francis, a.k.a. The Other Guy. And right over there is Mr. Josh. Hawks. Hello, Josh. Hey, I'm over here. And today we have a special guest from Speakeek to Me. We have... Don <laughs> Savannah right you over found here. It. <laughs> That's awesome. Hi, Savannah. How's it going? Hi. Wonderful. How are you? Uh, I, th- I think we're doing all well. We have a ton of stuff to cover. But most importantly, the big one, the big event, was attended by you. And that what? is, I like to think so. <laughs> Don't you think so? That's that's kind of the, what everyone's been talking about I, I like think last so. week. Yeah. <laughs> and that what? is the Star Wars Celebration. Celebration. In Orlando, right? It was in Orlando, Florida. The last one I went to in 2012 was in Orlando. And so they were much different because in 2012, obviously nothing was going on in the world of Star Wars. (laughs) Well, you know what I mean. Because the next year it was purchased purchased by Disney. And so obviously there's were quite a bit more people there. (laughs) Well, well, okay. So I guess that's the first question. You've been to two and... And by different owners, I guess, in general, um, was the production value this year that much better than from 2012? You know, it was run the same. It looks oh. the same because it's, it's still Lucasfilm, you know, Okay. okay. Um, and like Disney just owns that section of it. But like, you know, I was talking to a volunteer there. This is a little off topic, but I was talking to a volunteer there who said he has been with Lucasfilm for like 11 years or something like that. Like since like the third Star Wars celebration. So like it's the same crew that puts it on. It's just a different owner, I guess. Okay. But it's like, you know, it's like buying it's like buying an ice cream shop and keeping all the staff on. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Except that ice cream is Star nobody, Wars. Nobody ever I does get that. that. <laughs> They're always like we encourage them to apply. Oh anyway. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like, it's like a dip and dots, but with yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, yeah. So yeah, no, you've you've 40 been... years of history. Yeah. Um <laughs> but so it was a lot different, but like it was still set up very similar. Um they did they started this weird like to get into the bigger panels, you know, like the last Jedi trailer. And the 40th celebration and the Mark Hamill and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You had to, like, wait in line to get a wristband to wait in line <laughs> to get in. And so if you got a wristband, obviously you you were, excuse me, you were allowed in, you know, because they only had a finite number. Well, now, wait but, a, but weren't you, didn't you go in as press, I want to say? Didn't no. You, no, you didn't. didn't. Okay. You didn't? didn't. No, and I'll get to that in a bit. Okay. Um, so I didn't go into, I didn't get to go into any of the bigger panels because I didn't want to spend literally the night inside the convention. Oh yeah, yeah. Like 
sleeping on the floor, you know, sure. one of our, um, um, two of the people I stayed with, they stayed in line overnight. It was like 13 hours or something like that. But yeah. they stayed in line to like, you know, cause as soon as they got their wristbands, then they hopped into another line to get other wristbands. And then they like hopped in line so they could get a good seat. You know what I mean? So it's just like standing in line forever. So it was and like just, just line con. Yeah, which is exactly what I called it. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. And so it, it kind of sucks because like you want to see these things. But like I saw The Last Jedi trailer the same way everybody else did, like through a live stream. <laughs> but I just happened to be inside the convention center. Yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. So you were pretty so, much living the yeah. life of like uh San Diego Comic Con then where everyone a regular person. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I just got a free ticket, you know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> um so I was I did receive an email from um the convention that said well, maybe not the convention, but whoever I you know, I'm not sure. I received an email sure. inviting me <laughs> inviting me to apply as press to go in to get a seat to see the Star Wars Rebels season four sneak preview. Mm-hmm. And um and I responded right away and I said I would love to come to the I'd love to come to the trailer, I'd love to come to the panel, I'd love to come to the QA. And there was even a a part where you could apply to talk with Dave Filoni, the creator of, you know, Clone Wars and rebels and um and so i like i was like yeah absolutely so i emailed them back and then they're like you should hear by the back by the 11th and then i just i never heard anything so oh yeah all right oh yeah i guess we i i I don't know i guess we all just thought you went as press yeah i did i did like i walked around and like but oh so you just didn't hear from that part like I walked around as media and but like I didn't I don't know I obviously we have very different ways of covering (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's what makes us all you know yeah unique at this like obviously I want to interview people but like it's so hard because for me at least I don't know Mm. to reach out and just be like I am an idiot from Minnesota (laughs) (laughs) hey look I don't I don't interview I'm press all the time at these at these conventions and uh-huh. never do I go up to anyone and say, can I interview you? So I'm with you. I, I understand 100%. And it's like, it's tough. just, you know, I'm still like getting the hang of this. Even after like five years of doing this, like I'm still, I don't know what I'm doing. Like <laughs> I, for the most part, like we just, we just talk about things, you know? So my coverage, um, as I was explaining to you guys before, is that I went to a couple of panels and I recorded the entire thing. And the panels that I went to were run by women and mm-hmm. um, topics about women, like, you know, the need for stronger female characters and, you know, what's missing. And um, even there, like we went to a couple about like Star Wars fashion and how like the fashion industry has changed for women instead of just being like, t-shirts that are pink you know it's full like you know everyday cosplay outfits and scarves and leggings and you know high heels even and so it was i just kind of went about it like that and um there's a so you guys know who the 501st and like revolution and you know the the costuming club yes Um, 
there is a Facebook group that I'm part of called Ladies of the Legion. So it's for women only or anyone who identifies as female. And um, so it's a really great group because most of it is about like um, the issues that like women costumers have trying to get um, approved, you know, into these clubs because a lot of there's a lot more male costumes than there are female. And so it's like, you know, it's like, how do I get this to lay down so it doesn't look like I have giant boobs, you know, because I'm playing a male character. And so so I sat in on that panel. It was really great. And then I have actually had all of the panels um, reach out to me because I recorded it and say, you know, we would love to release this. So Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, well, that's that's a very much pleasant uh, thing to hear. Yeah. And so like like we've got new followers just because you know, this girl is like, hey, for everyone who missed the panel, this girl is, you know, this show is going to release it. And so I was thinking about just, I haven't done anything with the data yet, but just pulling it and just sending it and being like, do whatever you need to, you know? So, because it's not like I'm, I mean, they were like an hour long each. And I'm not just going to like play the entire panel. I was just going to kind of highlight the parts of it that I was most interested in. So. No, that's that great. Sense. No, that's yeah. awesome. Like I said, it's, you know, it's overwhelming, especially bigger ones. Like I feel a lot more comfortable. I mean, you guys heard our ValleyCon episode and I think that was like one of our, our more successful ones just because mm -hmm. we're, you know, it's just full of content. And so, you know, it's hard. It's hard for me, <laughs> but. No, but it's good that you're, you know, you're you getting know, out there and you're doing it though. To be honest, I'm really surprised that I was given a media pass because when I applied Two days later, my our entire website went down. And you guys remember, like, it, it imploded. It was gone. Yes. All yeah. of our data was gone. And so, you know, you have to supply um, representation of your work, you know, examples for them to, like, even consider you. So it's like, no way was I going to get this. My website's down, so all of our feeds are gone, you know, because that's where they're originally update uploaded was the website. So it's website gone. The feeds are gone. And, um, so I went and bought a ticket anyway, and I was like, well, I'm not going to miss out. It'll be fun. I have friends who are going, it'll be great. And, um, and then I got an email that was like, congratulations, you got a media pass. And I was like, how, how, <laughs> but it was great. It was really great. And I, um, it was good. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I like it was lots of walking around. Sure. And um it was hot. <laughs> well, <laughs> did you come home with anything? Did you did you get anything while you were there? Uh yeah. You know, um oh, I was going to say I did also record um uh, do you guys play um do you know um uh, hold on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that game very well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's every game I play, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the sound I make every time I play a game that I suck at. So I'm with you. I I just want to get the um the company name right. Oh, okay. Well, this is where we vamp a little bit because you know we love Star Wars, don't we, Josh? Okay. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, I I I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I heard her say she, I heard her say she was ready. I know that's yeah. why I stopped that's why I stopped. <laughs> um so 
Final Flight games. Have you heard of those? Final Flight like games. X Wing, X Wing miniatures. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm they aware are... of, but I don't know. I've never played. Okay, so they're based out of Minnesota, um, and obviously they're very popular. They're international tournaments of you know X Wing miniatures. They just released a game um, called Star Wars Destiny, and it is a card building game, like a deck building game, kind of like um, like Magic. Magic, like magic. Yeah. right, right. Um, kind of like that. It's a lot quicker, and obviously there aren't like it doesn't get expensive like Magic does, you know. Like, mm, so you say? <laughs> well, I mean, Andy's already put so much money into it. Like, it's it's ridiculous. It's it, and it's not because they make rare cards. It's because they they can't keep up with demand. Is what it is. Like they didn't think that it was that this game was going to take off how it did. Uh-huh. So I did record a um basically the the guy teaching me how to play it nice and um so when you after you play through it then you get special edition cards which nobody else can buy because they have you know different artwork special to just the convention so i was able to bring a couple of those home and andy was really excited so because he's super into that game and he's always been trying to get me to play it and i'm like eh cards whatever (laughs) but i had to play it a couple times so i could get all of the cards so he's like now we can play and i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) i'm just collecting the cards come on now being nice okay come on but um i really wanted to see you guys know who um her universe yes 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 ashley Eckstein and um she had a booth. She always has a booth of the bigger conventions, obviously. But the problem was, is that she teamed up with Celebration so that all of her clothes were exclusively in the Celebration store, which had a five hour line every single day. Oh, my God. There was a five hour line just to get into the store and then a two hour line to check out. Okay. Wow. Well, so well, celebration really is line con. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was. It mm. was ridiculous. And yeah, it, like Friday. Friday, um my friend Jazz and I were walking in. We went kind of later in the day, not later in the day, but like it opens at 10. And so like Thursday we got there early to line up just so we could get it access into the hall and everything like that. And I think we're in line for about an hour. So, um and I, I did find out later that media does have a special entrance, so I could skip I all the lines. Gonna, so, I was going to say all that, but yeah. Um, but you know, I was with friends, and sure. I wanted to just ditch them and be like, "Where are you guys?" So it was whatever. It was part of the experience. Um, so Friday we get in, and we got wristbands to go just see a screening of um, Rogue One immediately followed by a new hope so i don't know if you guys have watched the super cut of that but it's super great uh did i (laughs) i mean i i just had it queued up on my on my blu-ray when i came home from watching it just did it that way somebody did a super cut literally like where rogue one ends picks up right you know after the crawl and it's Mm -hmm. right at the beginning of the new hope and it's pretty cool obviously they didn't do that at celebration but so we got basically we got wristbands to go see that movie and so since we were in the wristband 
Q hall or whatever we kind of circumvented, and I may have used my media pass to get around some other people. Uh, yeah, that's kind of you the know. point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, because he's like, guys, I'm sorry you can't come through here, and I was like, Haha, are you sure? <laughs> 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 See, there you go. You're warming up. Of course, and of course, they're volunteers, so they have no idea what's going on. And no, I you're... felt kind of bad. But <laughs> but literally, they like had the doors shut and like people were like waiting in line to like just get into the exhibition hall. And they had started to open the doors and we literally almost watched a riot. Like it was like people were like shoving people down and it was chaos. <laughs> Which is such a stark contrast to the line management we saw in Philly. Well, oh. and then Saturday... So Saturday was supposed to be the busiest day because obviously all the four day passes were sold out and then all the Saturday passes were sold out and it's the weekend. And, you know, so they were expecting like huge numbers, which they did have, but it was like they figured their stuff out for sure because it was a lot easier to get in right away. Like there are no lines anywhere. It was so much more manageable. So I think that they just, what I, what I had heard was that the volunteers were not really given a lot of training. <laughs> Yeah, look, you know, it's rough being a volunteer. I mean, I've never signed up for it and I never want to. Well, I mean, look, if you can't, if you're not media like us, you know, the next (laughs) step you do. Well, I mean, it's true. Like the next step is being volunteers because at least you only have to work for a couple hours and then you get the rest of the con free for yourself. It's like not too bad. It's a nice exchange, but you're right. A lot of volunteers and we actually have a co-host on another podcast of volunteers all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, who can definitely attest that you know not all volunteers mo- volunteers don't necessarily take the job of volunteering seriously because they're just looking at it as like, hey, this is just going to get me in the door and let right. me enjoy right. the con outside of the t- couple hours I have to tell people to stay in line. So right. they don't take it as seriously and they don't really care if they know what's going on. Right. But well, uh, it was just like I we like when we were standing in in the the wristband line just to see the movie. Um, this guy was like verbally abusing this girl. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, why does this guy think that he's so much better than this poor girl who literally has no idea what's going on? Like (laughs) he was just like shouting and it was like echoing throughout the entire hall. That's terrible. That's horrible. I was ready to punch him, but he finally walked away. So I would have. Well, yeah, I mean that's the negative part. The positive part is you flaunt the you you flaunt your media pass to get into. Yeah, stuff. and so, so like I just told Jazz to like turn her her badge around and oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> she's with me. It's all right. Work the system. Just hey, saunter it, in. I'm not saying it's worked for us, Francis, but it's kind of worked for us. Too. Okay, yeah. well, okay. Well, and we just like because I had a friend who was like she had been in line for like five hours just trying to get into the exhibition hall. You know, like there was it. And I was like, really? Because we just walked in. <laughs> I didn't tell her the circumstances of how, but I was like, yeah, we just walked in. Well, so. no, it's good. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're. You're using it when you can. Because um, yeah. I, I wasn't abusing it. Just, no. You know. Even though I, you have a right to. You know, your job right. is to cover the. You know, your job is to cover the convention, not to stand in line for all day. Right. You know, yeah. so you kind of have to have that access. Otherwise, you can't cover it properly. But hey, now that you've gotten in once, um, as Josh and I believe, uh, once you're in once, you usually can go back again as as media. So this is probably not the last it's time. It's easier to apply. Yes. Yeah. It's, they Definitely. have a giant, a whole giant thing that's like just because you've been to one. Yeah, they say that. Yeah, you know, they do that all the time, obviously. But yeah, 
Yeah, I just, is... you know, I just felt very humbled that they just like took a chance. Well, okay. totally, and that that's awesome. Because, like I said, we didn't like there was no work there was no to website to you know yeah, there no was nothing that verify. they could look at, and so you know it was word of mouth. You know, people have heard of you. You're famous. Oh, so many people have heard of me. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. You know, I, I should go to your Twitter. Well, see if but you're I verified. did, you know, like name drop like Denver Comic Con. <laughs> they let me in. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that the but only again, thing you had to name from? <laughs> but I, but that's what you know. Some of these conventions look for. You know what yeah. what have you done prior? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and so it's funny that you say that. Um, so there were some people who were from Fargo, um, and I hadn't ever met them before, which is hilarious because they like they the girl I was talking to basically runs Corcon, which is one of the one of the like three cons that we have in Fargo and I was like why have I never met you before and and then I was asking I was like you know I always want to send you guys an email about like doing like media stuff because you know I've done it for ValleyCon and it was a blast and you know I got to talk to like some people you know some of the bigger guests that I had and she's like she's like yeah you should just apply I mean obviously if you're going to cover it and then I was like well, I got media for here. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh. But Tell like, me more. But, you know, just like shocked. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a big deal. And I was like, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. That's what, a little bit. Because she, like, well, she, she like knows Michelle. So it's like, I don't. <laughs> oh, well. Well, that's kind of where you put, you know, you kind of wear the T-shirt. I am kind of a big deal. And then you yeah. kind of walk around, you know, let people know. No, that's great. I mean, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you're wowing was, people. You know, obviously it was not as exciting as probably you guys were hoping, you know, for me to be like, oh, I parted with Hayden Christensen. It was so rad. No. I don't know if that is ever stated by anybody ever in this hey, entire he, existence of life. He got he got love. He got love at this convention. He got so much love. His was the only, not the only, but his photo op sold out in two hours. Oh wow! Yeah, our camels took like four days. <laughs> See, I think I think they realized that Hayden is not to blame, but really George Lucas is to blame. <laughs> Yeah. If you're gonna point a sure, finger, well, George Lucas is the you, finger you point to. Did you guys? <laughs> did you guys watch the any of the live feed at all, or like no. any videos from it or anything like that? I haven't so seen. Yeah, no. So Hayden Christensen. Was, so okay, in the middle of the exhibition hall, um, there was this like Star Wars live stage. I guess they have their own like YouTube series, maybe okay. Star Wars live. Um, so they have this. And so they would just constantly have like guests on there, you know, like some of the bigger celebrities video circulating of them interviewing Hayden Christensen. They're like, so how do you feel about sand? Oh, did they really ask that? That's amazing. But like, uh, I happened to be standing there when they asked him. So like all these people were like, like, yeah, I watched it. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I didn't. Yeah. I wish I had seen some of the life. So the only thing I've seen was the Carrie Fisher tribute um and of course the trailers uh and that's the extent of it i didn't watch any of the oh and i I saw the picture of hayden um and the gigantic light lightsaber cosplay guy (laughs) that guy is so funny and like as soon as he took a picture like this tiny little hand would like come out of an opening and give you like a little like handwritten like 
follow me on Instagram. Oh, brother. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And and the, the, I think the only other thing I saw from that was, was also the Kylo Ren and Rey where they are trying to use the force to grab the... Have you seen that one? There's a little video of them know. trying to grab, use the force to grab the lightsaber. And, it, you know, oh. it's, it's a force perspective thing. So it looks small. And then as it grows bigger, it gets to Ray, and, it, and it's really funny. It's actually a really, it's really cute little uh, little video. Um, Did you see it, um, the recreation of the um, right at the end of Rogue One, the hallway scene? Oh yes, yeah, I did. Yes, see that. That, sounded <laughs> that hilarious. That happened like right in front of my face. Like I was just like in the hallway. I was like, oh. <laughs> so you see, so I mean, look, it's that stuff that's really yeah. kind of what makes a convention like fun or, is like, witnessing the that running stuff. of like the Will Row Hood. And you know, oh, yeah. like the, you know who that is, don't you? The running of the what? Will Row Hood. No, what is that? He's the guy on Bespin that looks like he's carrying an ice cream maker. Yes, yes. <laughs> he is carrying an ice cream maker. <laughs> oh, but like man. so, at every convention, this just happens. Like just a bunch of dudes just dressed up like Will Row Hood and just like without the ice cream makers, just like running. <laughs> Like I think they call it, yeah, the running of Will Rowhood. That's great. Oh man, it is great. So well, that's good. So it sounds it like it, it was w- a lot of fun. Yeah, and, you know. Um. So Dan, the dog who has been barking at me this whole time, <laughs> he uh, tried to kill my foster dog. Oh. And this was Saturday, right before I left. Oh, no. So I was walking around with a, and I got caught in the middle, unfortunately. Um, and I, I was walking around Florida with a giant bite wound in my leg. So that was kind of the only thing that pulled away from it. Oh. Yeah, that's a nasty looking wound too. Yeah, because we were supposed to record last time and I told Josh, I was like, I'm on hydrocodone right now. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> but not, now like, you're... Like, I'm not feeling it. But now you're a pimp because you walk with a limp. So it's all good. Oh, it's, oh, all it's good. fine. It's all good. I do have a doctor's... I just have a random you know, my annual physical on Wednesday and it's like, it might still be infected. So I'll just talk to him then. I may, I may be dying by the time I get to the, uh, so sorry. But I made it to Star Wars. It's fine. Yes. Uh, so any, any takeaway, any particular thing that, that really stood out to you at this, at, at uh, Star Wars celebration? Um, are you just looking forward to just going back next year? I think so. It's, it's always, well, they move it around from city to city and well, country to country, don't they? Yeah, so usually it's like, you know, Orlando and then Germany and then... Oh, really? Anaheim and then England and then Orlando, you know. That's kind of how they're going to keep up with that pattern or not. But that's, I mean, they do include Europe in there, which is pretty nice. Well, it looks like you're skipping... Looks like they're skipping 2018, and the next one yeah. will be at 2019. But there yeah. is no uh, loca- no location yet. Correct. There was some rumors about it, and um, but it was squashed, saying no, we only have a year. I don't think they've even said what weekend or anything. Just it's going to be 2019. Mm. So, so it looks like during the tentpole films, like. Uh... Uh, Last Jedi and whatever the last movie is going to be called. So, all right, all right, that works, that works. Uh, That'll be interesting. But it's you know, like I said, I was there in 2012 when nothing was going on. You know, like there, there's nothing new happening, and so it was a, 
it was the same setup, but it was a, it was a lot more exciting just because you got to be in it excited well and people were excited you know yeah. they're like oh my god there's a new trailer we can watch and so it was it was good and then um there's a lot of discussion about is it is it battlefront that's a new video game that's yeah, battlefront out? Two. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's it is a female woman of color as yes. the, the main character who's not British, which yeah. disappointed me because she needs to be British if she's a part of the Empire. Because <laughs> all the Empire are like yeah, British people. Makes sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. But so and that was a big topic in one of the panels I was in was that they were just so excited that it was, you know, not only female, but mm-hmm. a person of color as well. So Yeah. I I mean uh, that seems to i think that's going to be the the norm from for here on out you know right they're gonna they're gonna stick but to... it'd be nice if there was more not just one like look we put a girl in this movie aren't you guys happy well they only make one movie a year <laughs> like <laughs> there's only so much you can do there's only one movie a year no i, I realize that but that they could put more women in one movie oh yeah that, that's yeah. what i mean yeah. you know so, I see. Yeah, there's two in the they're next getting one. Better. <laughs> they're getting better. Yeah. Well, no, of course that's good. That's good. And um, any particular conventions coming up that you'll be attending uh, at all during the rest of the year, or is was this it? Was this the one and only <laughs> that I've planned for? For big ones, this is it. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'll be at the local ones. Corcon is coming up in June and um okay. Ballycon is always in October right right around Halloween. So Okay, so you have a couple more know. then. Yeah, and you know, I go to those pretty much every year just cuz they're so much fun. Good. Uh, cuz you know, and I've noticed and I don't know if you guys go to like smaller local cons or what like you know, your your con scene is about, but like the difference I've noticed is that with big cons, it's all about panels and being in this convention hall all day and spending way too much money. And then you go home and, you know, you go back to your hotel and just kind of figure out what you're going to do. Whereas, like, Valleycon and Corcon, like, yeah, there's panels during the day and you can shop and do whatever. But it's just, like, everyone just gets so hammered at night. And it's like, <laughs> there's, like, all these con suites you know in the same yeah. hotel and like so they're all themed differently and everyone just parties hard uh, really hard and it's so much fun <laughs> yeah, and yeah so i you know i had a friend who came to celebration for the first time you know even just a bigger con for the first time and she's like do you know what con suites are have you found any parties and i was like that's not it's not really how it works here <laughs> you know like yeah, there are parties, but like you got to either pay to get in, or you got to know the right person, or you know. Mm-hmm. And then like like the five hundred first bash that was a hundred dollars. I wanted to go, but I just like I it wasn't feasible for me. Well, so you're covering it for the con media. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Francis. Badge, like, excuse me, excuse me. Francis says this, but you know when yeah. I was like, like, we should just walk into this bar at San Diego. Yeah. We, oh, we both. Talked ourselves out of it. Yeah. Well, the lady was fairly like, who are you? To some people who came in before us. And you're right. That was where the celebrities were having, hanging out for their for their drinks and stuff afterwards. But right. n- this year we'll do it. N- this year when we go in, we'll, we'll we'll throw caution to the wind and be like, yeah, yeah we're supposed just, to be here. Just own it. Yeah. I was told 
um, one of one of my dad's friends, his wife goes to San Diego Comic-Con every year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my dad was like, oh, Savannah's super into that stuff. And she was like, she ever wants to go. We got it in. It really oh, snap. That is, a, that is a thing, I guess. So I haven't, I don't know her too well. So I haven't, you know, been like, what's the haps? I, but... th- I think you, you think you need to make her your new best. I think you, yeah. you might want to, you might want to do that. Well, we'll see. Uh, I owe a lot of money to the IRS this year. Oh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so. Well, did you know that being an independent contractor can bite you in the ass if you don't save money? Yes, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I knew about it all year long, and I just yeah that plus four hundred one k loans. Uh, just adulthood is terrible. For all you kids listening, never grow up. Never surrender. Can you can you ungrow up? Live in your parents' house forever. Oh. All right. <laughs> you heard it here I mean, first, I, kids. I did it till I was like thirty, so Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Well, look. Yeah. Nine out of ten look, that's a whole other story. It's a whole other no, that's, a, that's a whole different podcast. That's a whole other podcast. So anyway, good. I'm glad. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I hope that you do schmooze your friend, um, into or your dad's friend into getting into Obviously Sandy. I would let you know, you know, if because it does happen. We so. were we're gonna hopefully I mean night our, our chances are fairly okay. Well, I'll have to double check on our chances of getting in to San Diego this year, but I think we're they're okay. better than they were before because you've been there so. yeah well the, the, the yeah. same the same guy who hooked us up last year is going to tr- go again this year so right. um and we've offered our services once again to 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 help um, video crew <laughs> yeah so hopefully yeah, we're the uh, video audio section of his uh his group yeah. the only thing is we then have to make sure that he is part of our interviews from here on out when we go out to interview celebrities he needs to be a part of it so yes. a small yes. price to pay really um like like just be like there or like no, well he's he's like you have to interview him no 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 he's gonna interview oh. the celebrities with us oh. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah. The, the, like, the, the one price. like that's just like all right yeah cool. that's pretty much just well, like the, a thing yeah <laughs> the one that we got last year it was just one of those things where francis and i just kind of walked into it there was no pre-planning of it or or right. we had no idea we were going to talk to Stephen amell but we did yeah it was destiny <laughs> it, it was it was it was it was our destiny to go talk to this folk but anyway well there you go thank you so much for letting us know how star wars celebration was yeah, it's it's I'm lines sure. galore <laughs> i'm sure it's lackluster hearing it i don't know like uh, well it's it's hard for me to be excited because i'm so fully medicated but like well, no it's not it's it's no we got an insider's point of view. I mean, the yeah. vast majority of people didn't go. Like, the vast majority of people didn't get a chance to go. So to know that, really, we even kind of saved ourselves because, again, it's just line apocalypse. It is. It really is. And I'm sure that I could have used my media credentials to mm-hmm. weasel my way in and, you know. But, but I just, you said you were with friends, so you don't want to. And I was with friends. Yeah. You, yeah. Know? you don't want to so leave them like, out. I don't want to leave them behind. And, yeah. You did the right I'm, thing. If you guys know, I'm from Minnesota, so Minnesota nice. Like, nice. there was a point where like Jazz was like, "Let's just cut in line." I'm like, "I can't. It goes every goes everything I can do." Oh jeez, <laughs> it hurts. It physically hurts. It goes against everything I believe in. No, the yeah. force is wrong with us. Anyway, but that's... as the day continued, I was like, "I don't even care anymore." 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, because lines get it. Yeah, no, I understand completely. Lines get super annoying, so I appreciate that for sure. Awesome. It was fun. It, yeah, it was really good. I'm glad I went. You know, I was, like, two weeks leading up to it, I was really close to just canceling my trip and not going. And, <gasps> wow. You know, stressed out and money and stuff like that. And then it was just like, you know, the dog bite happened, and I was like, I need, I need to get away from my house and my dogs and people and... Just so you went to a convention with to a get giant, away from people. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was more about just being on vacation and seeing some friends. Sure. Had, you, know, you know, like Jen and and Jazz. She lives in Boston. So, um, but so you know, I went to the sweatiest place on earth with a giant hole in my leg and just had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you went to a swamp with a giant hole in my leg. I went to a swamp with a giant hole in my leg. Yeah, you know. Well, Let's deal with deal with the consequences on Wednesday. So gangrene smells cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, the dog. I have noticed that the dogs have been sniffing at it a little oh, bit. Oh no! So I'm sure. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's their version of Timmy fell in the well. It's like, oh no, your leg is about to fall into. You know, there was like dogs smell cancer, and I'm like, do they smell infection too, because. It's probably more likely. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Well, that's, uh, again, thank you so much for letting us know how it was like. It it was definitely for the, you know, it it lets people know kind of what to look out for should they go in 2019. Hopefully it'll be better organized and that they figure something else out. But Well, the most. It's at least, you know, it's it's an experience to go to because, Mm -hmm. like, you can't walk more than two feet without seeing somebody in costume. And there's so many great costumes. That like you wouldn't even think of, like like there is like like there's a guy dressed as Bothan Jesus, and his sign was like, "I died for your sins." You know? Wow, wow, wow. Uh, like that you know, and there's always like the people like dressed up in Star Trek just to piss people off. Like, oh sure. sure, like they like in 2012, there's two people in full Klingon. And it was just like they were my oh, favorite wow. people in the entire world. But like there was just like, you know, kind of an away team set up and they had a sign that was like like most boring con ever. Oh, no. No. Man, Star Trek people are the nerdiest people. <laughs> I, I love, love it. Star Trek so much. I know me too. But man. I actually went on to because um, you know, Star Trek has their own they have their own con obviously in las yes. vegas and i was like how do i get media to this <laughs> oh you'll get you'll, I, you'll get it yeah i can't find it anywhere on the website oh really yeah we'll we'll, we'll do some research yeah we'll do some you. research for you but we'll get you we'll get we'll hook you up with some yeah. uh some uh star trek convention love when is it when is it you know uh, I know it's coming up. I want to say July, maybe. Oh, that is that's yeah. We it's real soon, though. I feel like. Well, if it's July, you'll probably have to make a choice. Yeah. You know, San Diego or, or or, or that. San Diego's not happening this year. Okay, so Star Trek oh, okay. is 2017. Or yeah, it's 2017. August, August second. August. Oh, that's not too bad. Okay, that's yeah. not, that's you got time. You you definitely got time. Yes. Looks like Kirstie Alley's gonna be there. Oh well, she played. I wonder she played, what heroin hut they pulled her out of. She played a Vulcan in a thing. 
it's fine. She was, yeah, she's in Wrath of Khan. Yeah, so she's she she played a, a char- she played a character that was actually played by another actress early, earlier on. But whatever, it's yes. all good. It's all good. Um, well, there you go. All right, awesome. Well, thanks again for all that. And yes. um, if where can the people find you online?s We are so we're having issues with our RSS feed right now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> all right we already talked about this we're you know just yeah. the feed obviously but all of our episodes are available online speakgeektome.com that's bear with me here <laughs> speak s-p-e-a-k geek that's g-3-3-k the number two m-e.com you can also find us on facebook same same way and uh insta nope and we're not on instagram twitter twitter uh, you can find my personal accounts at Master of Raptors, all one word. Yeah, and you and we all know why she's a Master of Raptors, right? Because of Don O'Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was about to say it, and then you, I got it. Why <laughs> can even say it? Oh, uh, that's why I have this drop. <laughs> you know what's funny though is that it's raptor, as in like large birds of prey, because I. Boise, Idaho, their school has a university of Boise has a, a mat. You can get a, your master's in raptors. What, really? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? I want to be, but like raptors, like large. Yeah. Birds, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And I was like, I want that to be my life. Oh, so you, you, wow. Oh, well, that's it, awesome. It, it all, it's all coming together. It's all yeah. making sense. Awesome. We'll go to those places today. Liker, follower on all of the social medias. Well, if you want to. Uh, yeah. No, no, do, no, no. You, you must. It, it's okay. your imperative. We are commanding right. you to do it. Oh man, so awesome to talk to you, Savannah. Thank you so much. You as well. Thank you for having me. Always awesome. Always a good chat. Thank you again to Savannah from Speaky to Me. Uh, Very awesome to hear from her and get her take on the Star Wars celebration that she was uh, very stood in line at stood in line at. But she was pressed. That was great. Like, you know, they they took a chance on her and I can't wait to see the content that she'll be putting out on her site. Then again, that speak geek to me. Um, Just just rewind 30 seconds and listen to the (laughs) the spelling of it. It's 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 fairly it's fairly long. Anyway, and you can check out the show notes. It'll be there as well, uh, all of the contact info. Anyway, uh, a lot's happened since we last talked. I did a brief episode on what to expect in the upcoming week, or month, actually. And we got even further, where I experienced WonderCon. Josh and I experienced uh, Great Philadelphia Comic Con with a bunch of the Points of Interest podcast crew, which we'll get into deep deep detail in a minute and of course we're going to um kind of top off the show with last week's convention starfest where josh was in attendance so i'm just going to briefly talk about WonderCon. um really what i love about WonderCon is that it, it's growing every year and it, it grew this year as well it, it got bigger um a lot uh, a lot more space a lot more panels a lot more uh open um a lot more open, like, uh, I guess, floor space for, for uh, vendors and artists. It was, it's getting almost to the size of, I wouldn't say the size of, uh, of like a San Diego, but it's, it's definitely getting into one of the bigger conventions for sure. But the highlight for WonderCon for me, um, 
was, of course, getting to meet up with Shelly from back when we were interesting. And the crew of a podcast called No Ordinary Nerd, um, who at some point soon will be uh, a part of the Points of Interest podcast network. I'm very excited to introduce them into the fold with the rest of us and the crew. But uh, they helped make that experience at WonderCon a much better uh, time because it's right by Disneyland. And you get to experience Disneyland alongside a whole slew of other things if you ever go to WonderCon down in Anaheim. Um, but overall, um, let me just say, as always, it is a, a worthwhile experience. Definitely go if you have the chance. Um, it's never a dull moment. And uh, again, they, these guys get the celebrities for the panels. These guys get the television shows. WonderCon, little brother of San Diego Comic-Con, gets like the actual stars to come down and, and interact with uh, the fans. So uh, take a look, WonderCon.org. All right, now let's get to the big topic, Josh. Let's let's talk about what's really been what's really going on here, Josh. Tell us about the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> no, done um, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and scene. Uh, no, the Great Philadelphia Comic Con held in Oaks, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. at the Greater Philadelphia uh, Expo Center. Uh, awesome show put on by the Wurtzes. Is that how you say a name like that? Oh, uh, yeah. Ends in a Z. Yeah. Wurtzes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's not an S. Chris, so, yeah. But Chris and Carla Wurtz and Andrew Wurtz put on an amazing show. Uh, big thanks to Stan and Tracy Kanaka for inviting us into Artist Alley, us, the Points of Interest Podcast Network. Uh, and then we got this huge bit of news that I wasn't expecting whatsoever is that we were the official hosts of the comic convention for the whole weekend. Yeah. Like, how do you host a comic con? Uh, uh, we were, the, we, we were there, we did it. And I still don't know how you host a comic con, but we, <laughs> we how survived. That's a good question. How do you host such a thing? Uh, I don't, I don't know how really, honestly, mm-hmm. but we did it and I yeah. believe we did it really well. Um, we were the official moderating team as well. So yeah, that was, yeah. uh, eye opening for some of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and it, I'll just say it. I don't believe Francis knew we were as deep into this convention as we were. No, no. But uh, let me just say this. I mean, I was under an impression with what we were supposed to do. Like I thought, okay, um, we're gonna sit around at a at a booth most of the time. Um, a couple of us will go out and do a thing, come back, and it would be mostly kind of chill, like uh, kind of like um, Denver was like, a couple years back, where we had a booth to ourselves. And we spent most of the, well, I myself, I spent a lot of time at the booth and uh, getting people to kind of listen to our podcast and, and get some new listeners in. And that's kind of what I expected here, but you're absolutely right. And you have to tell the people like who in the points of interest crew were actually there to kind of run the show. Uh, so it was uh, the two of us, uh, Jason from uh, An Elegant Weapon. We had Jimmy, Norm, and Will from the Starship 
the star ninja star pod god i can't ever say that right yeah the ninja star, ninja star pod, pod. yeah and and then shelly i shelly i should have said first but uh <laughs> yeah. shelly and the two of us yeah representing back when we were interesting yes yes yeah there was a ton of us um there to kind of uh uh hold down the fort uh, so to speak. So yeah. Uh, so tell, so let the people know, like, what happened? What, what were what were our responsibilities? What did we do? Uh, what didn't we do, Francis? I don't know. Um, what did we do? <laughs> ten, ten, fifteen minutes after we all arrived as a collective group, uh, we were all kind of given jobs. Uh, you and Shelley were setting up PAs and. Yeah, we're we're audio panel video. rooms yeah. and all audio equipment. Jason and I ran to go get banners made. You know, it, it was just it. What was cool is that you know we're we're spread out all over the place, and though some of us are really familiar familiar with each other, you know, as far as talking to each other, mm-hmm. the work ethic wise, you know, we don't really get to see that outside right. of podcast work, right? Right. Uh, so it was really cool just to see everybody just jump in and take charge. Yeah. Or, or, or where, where does somebody need help? Oh, this guy, this artist needs a table. Well, let's go get it. Mm-hmm. It was really cool and, and fun to see that, uh, you know, nobody was above anything. <laughs> well, look, I have to admit, I have a great respect for the people who put uh, conventions together it's not very often that you get to really be a part of the behind the scenes stuff. Normally when Josh and I get to convention, we it's already put together. We're just, there's press. We don't really get involved in actual like setup. And in this time around, we got, uh, we were a deep part of the setup. Like they couldn't get set up if it wasn't for us being there. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Basically. Yeah. So uh, it was a different experience. That's for sure. And um, we were, I, I, you know, we've, we've used the words, a word a couple of times, but we were humbled, I think, by the kind of hard work that goes into, uh, putting together one of these things. So I, I for sure was, and definitely appreciate the, the effort that was put into, to this, to this, uh, convention. And it's a smaller convention too. Like that's the thing. It's like, I can't imagine a huge one. This one is kind of a smaller, uh, local convention. Right, and and think about this, Francis, is that it doubled from last year. Yeah, I wasn't there last year. You were, um, right, with Jay and with the Ninja Starship crew. So I got to meet the Ninja Starship for the first time. They're a bunch of fantastic folks, uh, real friendly. It was like such a pleasure to meet them. Um, I got to meet all the artists that you kind of knew. You know, I, I guess yes, yes. That it, it, it's it's what that's what's cool about the Philadelphia show is that there's so many people that we collectively mm-hmm. know that go to that show that it's just a big family reunion really yeah yeah and uh i think i was the only one i think i was the last one really to kind of part this year at least uh be a part of it next year we're hoping to get our guest uh from earlier savannah to be a part of the the crew as well so our family will continue to grow for this particular convention because i guess this is our i guess we're kind of slowly making this the official points of interest podcast convention sort of right I mean, it it, it kind of is already. Yeah, and we're not going to take away. You know, the, the, not the, taking yeah. anything away from yeah. the people that put the show on by yeah. any means. Yeah, no, but it's it's amazing that we can bring this many POI hosts together, mm-hmm. and then all these artists that, like I said, collectively we know. Yeah, yeah, that 
you know, it's 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 a bunch of friendly faces and familiar faces to a lot of us. Yeah. Well, and, and Neil Adams, but you know, I mean, come and on, Neil Adams, <laughs> which we did not speak one word to that. No, weekend. I'm so disappointed. We didn't get to talk to him, but he'll be in Denver this year. So I'll make up for it. Yeah. Make sure to make our presence known, but uh, let's, uh, let's just actually get into the, like, look, we've been kind of skating around it. We talked to people. We talked to people. We did. Weekend. We were the official moderating team of the entire show. Uh, so we were all given uh, uh, tasks and, and people to, to chat with. And uh, Francis was Pulled the short given... stick. <laughs> what? Pulled the short stick. <laughs> you, well, not originally. You were, you were given LeVar Burton. Yeah. And did your, you know, your, your homework, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then when, when we got to the show, we found out that LeVar didn't want well, even moderator. It was, I think, a, a couple of days before the show. So even before he flew out, I was told, okay, LeVar is not going to be – It's not. Or it was, I think it was a couple of days. I want to say it was uh, – Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. So I, I was all ready to be like, okay, well, that's fine. Like, look, he's he's a big enough celebrity where he doesn't need anybody. You know, he, he's been around the block. He doesn't need me. Uh, so I was perfectly fine with behold, it. behold, he needed you. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I could tell he needed you because he called you by name yeah. about 9,000 times in the hour that you guys spoke. Yeah, it was it was great. He busted my chops Look, during the convention, <laughs> during the, it, the, the panel. When I walked in to take some pictures and see how you were doing, I heard, well, didn't you not read my bio, Francis? <laughs> oh, man. It, it was... If it wasn't for the smile on his face, I'd been like, oh, oh sure. yeah, okay, whoops. But he was super friendly, really nice to the entire, you know, to the guests there. Sadly, the only, I think the only panel that wasn't videotaped because it wasn't prepared yet, like the uh, the video part of that wasn't ready yet. So I'm a little sad that I don't have that on tape, but I totally, tape, what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a guy that made a 1986 reference. <laughs> but I, I, I'm so sad, uh, especially since people were requesting it. I, I still get requests for that that panel because um, it was a really good time. And I, I'm... We uh, both. Um, I got to to run around and talk to the to the uh, to the attendees, and and Lavar was very kind to answer a bunch of questions. Super nice guy. So that was that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, you then got a few people. Let's talk about that. I did. I I got to speak with a couple of the co-stars or supporting supporting crew. I don't I don't know what officially they were called, but uh, I got to speak with uh, Brianna Hildebrand and. Oh. Uh, uh, um, I like how you call this. You know, she, she, uh, yeah, she was a co-star in Deadpool. As yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was, was, was it a co-star but... role or was it a supporting role? I mean, well, it's a supporting role, and she will be back, I believe, for the second movie. So yeah. that's cool. But yeah, you got to talk um, to her. That was but uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Agent Smith from Deadpool. Yes, yeah, which was, yeah, yeah. they were both a lot of fun to talk to. Um. There were a couple times where I was I was going to wow I I can't believe I'm I'm up here doing this and these are this is a packed room of like 250 people mm-hmm. and um, yeah no yeah no it's just really cool and and you know I think maybe this is just you know on uh, purely my speculation on my end but I think maybe perhaps uh, there was a disconnect between Brianna and myself oh. <laughs> You didn't because have to point I, it out. You didn't have to point to, it out. <laughs> well, I just, I, I just feel like for me, on yeah, my yeah. end of things, I feel like it was a little rough because 
you know, I'm almost 40 and she's 20. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's just, why is this old man talking to me? I don't know. But she was a lot of fun. Just adorable as hell. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, even, uh, well, okay, so maybe there was a little bit of disconnect, but it, it still worked well. Uh, the, the fans still came up. Uh, one avid fan came up. We're, we're uh, talking about a lot of stuff, but yeah, no, I thought it went well. Um, I, she she takes great selfies. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, for uh, sure, very photogenic, very photogenic. Um, and uh, Aj Smith even complimented you, uh, for a job well done. So I mean, it, it was it was good times, man. It was good times. Uh, you even spoke with uh, the voice of Ash Ketchum, who did was kind enough to do uh, our bumper for this episode. Oh, and, and for future episodes, not just this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, no, Veronica Taylor might be one of my favorite human beings on this planet now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know the lady prior to this. I knew that some of the work that she had done, but, you know, two minutes of talking to her, when I introduced myself to her. Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The day prior, or maybe that morning, mm-hmm. it was just, we just I, I think we connected or something, or she's just super friendly. I'm not saying that we connected. No, know, no, like, I mean, yeah, no, she's super friendly. I mean, I, yeah, build had a re- instant rapport. Mm-hmm. I think she's just super, just likable. Because again, like when she was prepping for your panel and we we're kind of backstage, uh, and I talked to her for very briefly, and even afterwards, just super nice, just way friendly, super nice, just um. Even though I was just kind of standing there, brought me into the conversation that you two were having, you know, it was just, just very inclusive and just really, yeah, a joy to speak with, a joy to work well, with. It, what was really awesome is that, you know, she, it just, it shows how real these people are and how yeah. hectic the schedules are. Yeah. As we're sat, sitting backstage before the show, before the panel, she's eating vegetables that were like warmed up in a cup. You know, just trying to eat something. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, in, be- it's, yeah. in between running from her, her table to the backstage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was, it, it's a, it's a, a demanding, it's a demanding we- weekend, really, uh, for a lot of these, uh, these people who, you know, they, they are ushered around a lot, you know, hey, you need to go and, uh, get interviewed by these people. Oh, hey, you need to go over here and do a panel. They get sure, around sure. a lot, but at the same time, they're very, luckily they're very gracious and very, you know, again, very personable. Um, and just to kind of rush through a, a little bit of the rest of the list here um, is what we talked to. Uh, well, not even rush. This one I don't want to really rush with. But we spoke with the uh, the body actress or the the not the body actress the um, the motion the motion the motion actress. capture actress for Tinkerbell from the original. Peter Pan, Disney's Peter Pan. She, she was Margaret. Uh, I can't think of her last name. Margaret Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was she was awesome. Um, again, super personable. Here here's three people that just walked up to her to walked up to her on the random, introduced ourselves, and she spent like 20, 30 minutes of talking to us. Yeah, and she didn't need to do that. Margaret Carey. By any means. Margaret Carey is her name. Oh, she is amazing. Yeah, no, super. And then, you know, she talked to us for a little bit, asked our names, like wanted to know who we were. It's uh, just the sweetest woman. And a a, little, a young man comes up and talks to her. 
And she's mm. even though you know she he he was kind of like hey can I take a picture things like that things that kind of she couldn't really do she she was just still very nice about it and like wanted to actually have a conversation with the with the the young man and it was it was really cool to see it, it's funny how we forget um, these older actors and actresses who have experienced a lot of Hollywood and a lot of kind of the old school Hollywood. Uh, we 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 quite often just sadly kind of overlook them. Um, but I'm really glad that people didn't for for her panel that she did with Shelley. And um, again, being able to talk with her was was a, a absolute treat. It was a delight. Totally, totally. It was an absolute delight. Kind of awesome look into Disney as well. Yes, yes. From way back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess you sh- people should not be surprised, but Tinkerbell risque. For the time, <laughs> hell, incredibly risque for 1953. <laughs> but of course, of course, it's 1953. It, it it was a simpler time back then. Uh, but yeah, no, we we got to all all sorts of people got to to kind of experience their first time talking with these celebrities. Uh, who else did you yeah. speak with? Well, I was gonna say Will Will got to speak with uh, the Power Rangers. Yes, as well as Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Jimmy as well. Yeah. Um, Norm got to speak with a couple Dragon Ball voice actors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which was, you know, a pleasure. Yeah. Um, and we're always oh, spot. We spoke with uh, Bruce Boxleiter. Boxleitner. Yeah. Tron. Tron. Yeah. We got a little bit of a little conversation with him. Sure. I thought yeah, you had really, another. It really panel, wasn't though. an interview. It was more like a conversation. It really was. Oh, it was totally. But I thought you had another panel. I thought you did another uh, moderated one more panel. Am I am I, am I not getting that right? I thought you had another uh, one. One, I had one, two, three, three. Oh, you did three. Okay, okay. Yeah, Jed Reeves, Hildebrand, mm-hmm. and uh, Veronica Taylor. And uh, Jay uh, got to speak with the Star Star Wars people. Um, some yeah, original, uh, classic, classic Star I- Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. He had a great time doing that. You could just anytime that guy gets to speak with Star Wars people, he just lights up. Yeah, the Christmas tree right there for sure. <laughs> it's big time. Uh, he also got to speak with uh, uh, Alan Tudyk and Jules State. Yeah, date. Yep, yep. And when I I remember walking up on stage to take the pictures and whatnot. I mean, there's a bunch of kids on stage and oh, everybody's yeah. just having a great time. Oh yeah, there's uh, a cute little which kid was on a stage. complete different reaction from uh, the kid that ran up on stage during your panel. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that one, that one was a. I mean, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. They kind of let the kid loose, and I was a little I, look. I, it, it things happen. I, it 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 happens, and unfortunately, we didn't have any volunteers to kind of wrangle the uh, the kid in, which um, you know that's a whole other story. That's a whole other yeah. thing. Like it wasn't a perfect convention by any means, but it was an experience. Um, but what convention is though? That's true. But yeah, being able to to talk to even briefly to Alan Tudyk and and Jewel State, who again Alan just loves to be a ham on the mic. If you give the guy a mic, he will just go wild with it. Uh, when he was backstage we gave him a mic and he was, he just, he made complete use of it and gave out freebie or gave out um, souvenirs to a bunch of the people who asked questions during his panels. That was really cool. Which I guess is a thing he does. Uh, yeah, I guess that's, yeah, I guess that's his, his MO, right? That's kind of his, uh, that's kind of his, 
you're right. That's kind of what he's known for. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then finally, I got to, uh, I didn't get to t- talk to Marina Sirtis, but she did her own panel, and which was great. She's like a stand-up <laughs> comedian. She was really funny. Uh, even though I, I like how she shooed you off stage. It was perfectly fine. Like, look, I again, if they don't need me, uh, they don't need me. And she was perfectly content being up on stage doing her own thing. And I think, yeah, I'm glad she kicked me off stage. I would have totally made it worse for her. So I'm glad she did her own thing. But um, it was it was a pleasure to kind of interact with her and talk with her. That was that was fun. And of course, I got to finally talk to the sixth doctor, uh, Colin Baker. That was a lot of fun as well. Um, you don't ever. It's not every day you get to talk to a to one of the doctors from Doctor Who, and I am a huge Doctor Who fan. So that was. That and you got you got to take advantage of things like that. Oh sure, sure, sure. And that's the thing. Like, look, I know people are listening right now. You guys are regular attendees. Uh, usually, you don't get to experience the behind the scenes stuff, but. Uh, for those aspiring to be into the, get into the media or to to find themselves in this position, just know that I, I, it is attainable. Apparently, because I didn't know I'd ever be in a position to do this stuff. Like, who knew? <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I mean, it's it's the worst thing in life mm-hmm. is someone saying no to you. Yeah, but hearing no should never stop you from doing things that you want to do, as long as it's constructive. And, and, and legal <laughs> and, and legal yeah but you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying just because someone says no you can't be xyz mm-hmm. for this thing doesn't mean that you shouldn't still go there and pretend that you are xyz mm-hmm. and still put that content out yep uh yeah because uh, yeah i mean you, people miss out on a lot of stuff if you're you know you might be the only pair of eyes they get to experience a pair of ears that get to experience something that no one else is jotting down for prosperity's sake. So it's always good that we have all of this technology to kind of allow us to, to capture the moment. But for the average uh, regular attendee, I, from what I can tell from the reviews of this particular convention, seem to be going pretty well. I've seen people seem to like it. Um, again, no convention is perfect. But, you know, the the majority of people seem to enjoy the convention and the celebrities that are there. So don't ignore a small convention because you, too, will be able to meet your favorite artist, writer, celebrity. It's possible uh, to to meet them in smaller conventions, even the tiniest one. There's an L.A. convention that I that uh, that that I guess goes on every once, no, twice every year. Uh, It's just called the L.A. comic book and sci-fi convention and the reason why i bring this up is it's a tiny it, it's just vendors and the celebrity and the celebrity is usually somebody from something you're interested in oh and there's a couple of of, of also um uh, celebrities from like star trek and and uh battlestar galactica things like that but it's these small ones where you actually get to really interact and really get to talk to the people that you admire that are you know, on television, on, on in movies and things like that that you've seen. Very true. So Very true. don't ignore those smaller conventions. And uh, as you say, Philly is getting bigger and bigger every year. So if you're available, if you're in the East Coast, or if you're out uh, willing to travel, come check it out. It's a, it's a fun experience. And you get to meet the Points of Interest podcast crew, which is uh, really the Which, I mean, <laughs> that's worth the ticket price alone. Exactly. Exactly. Um, any other things that you want to mention about the, I mean, cause again, a lot of stuff happened over that weekend. A lot of stuff happened. I mean, what my favorite part of the entire weekend though, really was, uh, well, there were two, one, uh, the POI dinner that we were able to, to get together 
Again, I, I, we need to pick a restaurant that can actually hold all of oh, us yeah, at yeah. one table. Well, oh, you uh, are you talking about that uh, that one barbecue restaurant or the that that one steakhouse? No, I'm talking about the steakhouse. Yeah, the steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I'm just the, saying the it. Second it'd thing. be nice if one of the one of these times when we do a, a POI dinner that we can all be at the same table, not next to each other, not. You well, know, you know what I'm saying. Look, it was much better than night one. Let <laughs> <Sure, laughs> just sure. say that. Um, <laughs> and then the, the other, my my most favorite part was when we all finally got set up on on Friday, and you know we just barely had met each other, mm. you know, a couple hours before, and we all started podcasting, and it was as if we had all been friends for years. Eh, well, nobody yeah. nobody stepped on each other. No, you know, we all got along. Um, and then the real Peter Griffin showed up. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. The guy that actually like looks and talks like Peter Griffin in real life was there. That was really cool. That was um, awesome. And he, so he, you know, he threw, he threw a few things into the mic for us yeah. and, uh, we'll have all of that, you know, at a later date. Yeah. Well, uh, those will be extras. You can find it at poypodcast.com. Uh, I'm not rich. I'm not sure which feed will be on, but it might be on this one. I don't see why it couldn't be. On this one, so you might hear some stuff from the uh, Philly, Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Uh, my favorite, of course, was um, yeah, having the my fir- my favorite was having the dinner uh, that everyone was able to attend the, the the our big steak dinner, but also Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Good old Cracker Barrel. Ah, <laughs> never experienced a Cracker Barrel before. I'm like, oh, this is what it's like, huh? <laughs> I didn't think that was such that was uh, so high on the list there, but I'm, uh, I'm glad. No, look, I just I, it's mem to me. It's like these weird little things that are memorable. Like that that was memorable. Um, oh, you know what? Uh, Marshmallow MBA was memorable. Like they were they were awesome. Uh, they were a uh, they're a vendor there who sell like these different flavored marshmallows, uh, marshmallow treats that they make themselves. Um, that was a lot of fun, uh, kind of talking to them and interviewing them. You can hear what we talked about on Back When We Were Interesting, the other podcast that we do. And just, yeah, kind of, oh, and okay, no, I lied. My favorite was when a random couple comes up to me while I'm looking at some Doctor Who stuff and tells me how much they enjoyed my panel with LeVar Burton. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was a That's first. That's awesome. That was a first. When 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 random people actually st- come up to you and say mr francis i'm like oh yes (laughs) oh you did a great panel i'm like wow thanks um that was my very first so all right that's cool thanks guys so yeah that's probably like i've never had um someone compliment me like that before so that was very that was very nice and definitely confidence boosting so i'm looking forward to next year already already all right should be should be an awesome time i'm looking forward to it uh yeah, I I think that's it. More for the most part. Again, um, we'll have more coverage, uh, trickling out as the weeks progress. Um, yeah, but but now we come to a convention that you just did this just this past weekend. It was just a, a mere few days ago. It was a mere twenty four hours ago. That's true. But when they hear this, uh, a little more than twenty four <laughs> hours ago. But yes, it was it was uh, either just a couple days ago yeah. or longer, depending yeah. on when you. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, took place over the, uh, what, April 20, what, 21st to the 23rd? Yep, that's it. Uh, Starfest Denver. Uh, 40th year it's been running. Are you kidding me? 40? I am not. 
Wow, that's incredible. Uh, run by the same people all 40 years. Kathy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, that, that is how you say her name. Kathy. Sure, sure. Uh, she's been, you know, running shop there for, for years now. Uh, so it's just, again, uh, another one of these small shows where you can have a crazy amount of interaction. Mm-hmm. If you if you play your cards right, uh, my big takeaways this year was uh, I was invited to moderate one of the local artist panels, which was awesome. Congratulations! Uh, thank you. Uh, it was a friend of the show, Robin Childs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The nice. creator of Ley Lines. Mm-hmm. I heard uh, about that. Web, the web comic which they just released uh, volume four mm-hmm. and uh, they were able to talk a little bit further about their uh, new project. And I say there it's her and her husband, Corey. Yes. Uh, they were able to talk a little bit further about their new project Waveman, And uh, it was just a great time. It was more of a conversation than it was a panel or interview mm-hmm. as it tends to be with her and I, we just kind of chit chat. Uh, I think at one point we both forgot that there was an audience in the room and we were just talking to each other basically. Um, but that should be also be available here pretty soon. Uh, that is my real big takeaway from that. The other, the other being that uh, I was approached by another local, small local show and uh, the guy that runs the show, Tim, he approached me and asked if I wanted to be a moderator at his show as well. So he he is so uh, Josh is is dancing around the fact that he owns uh, Colorado right now. <laughs> he owns yeah, the, I mean, he owns the okay. Colorado convention scene right now. Like you know, he's kind of Look, a big deal. <laughs> the, there's yes, I'm I'm a thing. People know. Um, uh, the first hour and a half I was at the show, I spent most of it hugging and handshaking people. And them giving me a big congratulations on the recent successes of Points of Interest at Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Francis and I talk often that we don't know if anybody ever listens or sees anything that we ever put out. But I'm here to say that, yes, they do. And the people that need to see them do. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it was just awesome as far as me being a press person and really covering the show. I could have done a better job. I'm just going to go out and say that. <laughs> well, but okay. as far as networking and, and, you know, um, just, yeah, networking. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Look, man, like it's, you know, we're kind of now stepping away from being the average attendee a little bit. Um, as we continue to progress in what we do via the podcast, you know, kind of this whole, I mean, that's kind of the whole embodiment of conventional wisdom is like, it, it is to talk about like conventions, what's great about them, what's not so great about them, um, things like that. But at the same time, people are going to f- follow our progression as we continue to get more and more involved in the convention scene uh, in different ways. And that's what I love about it is like, it, it's kind of an evolution. And, and as we bring guests in, you know, we want to keep bringing people in as guests to talk about the conventions that they've experienced and gone through. 
Um, because yeah, I mean, at some point, hopefully, hopefully at some point, you know, we're going to just be providing content in the say, in the sense of not what we kind of did at a convention, but like, Hey, here's our interview with so-and-so and here's our whatever exclusive, whatever for this, uh, this person over here. Like that's kind of our end goal for what we're doing with conventional wisdom is, you know, we want to be steeped in convention culture and kind of the whole convention scene because you know it's because every year it gets bigger and bigger more and more people are getting interested and we want to be that source for like well this is the stuff that you need to go this is what you need to see this is how um this is the these are the people we talk to and stuff to look forward to next year and stuff to look forward to next month even you know like things like that so uh, I think we're go- we're stepping in the right direction. So you have nothing to be sorry about there, Josh. That's all I'm saying, really. That's all it boils down to. It's like, you have nothing to be sorry about. Again, you are a hometown hero um, and becoming a big deal in, this, in the kind of the convention scene where you're actually, um, you know, you're going to be moderating more and you will be participating more in actual conventions as opposed to just being an attendee, which is going to be great, which is great, which is what we're, what, you know, which is what we are all excited about in the end. Well, I am. I don't know about anyone else. <laughs> Who knows about anyone no, else? I, I'm excited. It, it definitely has been an evolution. I, yeah. I was able to speak with the guy that first gave me a press pass. One of my very first press passes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, you know, I said, you're the reason why I'm doing this. You know, and he said, no, I'm the guy that gave you your first in. It's your hard work that's kept you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I, I agree with him 100%. Well, it's just nice to... it. I know that, and I've said it myself. It's nice to get the acknowledgement. But it's nice to get that acknowledgement, yes. So there you go. Um, as you can see, Josh is uh, Josh is going to get too big with his podcast. I'm going to have to find a new, uh, to find a new co-host at some point or another. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to forget about all those small people. <laughs> uh, yeah. We can only hope. You know, look, I'm not going to lie. If I ever became a super celebrity, no, that's not true. That's not, <laughs> I can't even fake it. That's not true. I can't do it. But um, anyway, awesome. Well, there you go. Uh, we have some conventions that are coming up soon, I think. Any conventions in May, Josh, to look forward to that you're looking forward to? Uh, I don't believe I'm going to anything in May. Okay. Um, well, then I will just mention the one I'll be going to. I am going to apparently, I don't know very much about this convention. I was invited to be a panelist on a, I guess, on a panel <laughs> at, Fanime, at FanimeCon in San Jose. Uh, it is at the end of May. Um, I want to say it is, it, it's, it's Memorial Day weekend. So it's going to be the uh, 20, I want to say it's the 26th to the 29th. I don't know if it's that long, but I believe it's, I think it's either 27th to 29th or 26th to 29th. Um, But uh, actually, I'm going to look it up while I talk. But I was invited by the folks at No Ordinary Nerd to be a panelist. Um, They are, they emphasize, their podcast emphasizes a lot on kind of mental illness and anxiety and depression, things like that stuff that I can definitely talk about and relate to stuff that I never really talk about on my podcast anymore since I gave up geek love radio. So people may not know the kind of stuff that, that, that I kind of go through and things like that. And I'd rather you guys didn't anyway, because nobody needs to be bummed out by that stuff. (laughs) But, 
Uh, it is going on. Yeah, it is going on the twenty sixth uh, through the twenty, uh, the twenty sixth to the 29th of May, and I will be a panelist there with No Ordinary Nerd. Again, a group of uh, uh, a group of podcasters that will I hopefully will be able to officially announce soon as a part of the Points of Interest Podcast Network. So I'm excited for that. Uh, so there you go. No news in the form of stuff that's going on at conventions. Mostly the news has been talking about conventions of that just happened, like the um, Silicon Valley Comic Con, which apparently was a big deal, um, Starfest, things like that. So let's go ahead and go straight into what you guys can be looking forward to through the month of May. Josh, you want to start us off? for Sure. Let's, let's in February 27th would be this weekend. February. Wow, we're going back er, in time. April. 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 <laughs> I split it. I split it in half. Uh April 27th. Mm-hmm. Uh Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Canada. I say that very American as well. Alberta. Oh, you, you American. Uh <laughs> Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. Uh same weekend, 20th through the 30th, we have Kansas City, Missouri. Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. Ooh, very nice. Lansing Mush 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 Mouth. Lansing, Michigan. Fantasticon Lansing. Uh, That's one of those. Uh, Amarillo, Texas, where the Amarillo. Oh, wait, that's Armadillo. Never mind. Amarillo, Texas. (laughs) Yellow City. Yellow City Comic Con. What an interesting name. I wonder if Amarillo is called the Yellow City. It's a a, a city full of cowards. Uh oh. (laughs) Them's fighting words. Uh, we'll take any feedback. Uh, McAllen, Texas, South Texas Comic Con. Uh, in if you're only there for Saturday and Sunday, that's your only available days for a convention. Why don't you go to uh, Secaucus, New Jersey, for the East Coast Comic Con? I'm so glad you got that one. <laughs> um, so, uh, see, one day show, April 30th, Essington, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia Comic Con. Oh, not that- to be confused. With the great Philadelphia Comic Con, I was gonna say it's not great. It's just regular. It's it's regular mm-hmm. sized Philadelphia Comic Con, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Toronto Comic Book Show, the TCBS. Hmm. Oh God. Oh, you got Poughkeepsie. Uh, Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Uh, New York, Hudson Valley Comic Con. That's on the sixth and seventh. That's the following That's week. Sixth and seventh of May. Excuse me. Regina, Saskatchewan. You have the Fan Expo, Regina. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville Zine Fest. Actually, yeah, no, that's Zine. Is that Zine? Is that Zine? Dude, I don't, I don't read. (laughs) Look, what, what is it? What's a Zine anyway? Well, back in back in the early two thousands and late nineties, a Zine was an electronic magazine. Uh, Okay, Zine. But that's I don't know. That's the case here. North Carolina. That's weird. Yeah, North Carolina is weird. Annandale, uh, Virginia, has Shaw Promotions Comic Book and Non Sports Card Show, a a show that seems to be making the rounds as uh, yes as a thing. So, uh, May twelfth, you're looking in Ottawa, Ontario, the Ottawa Comic Con. Uh, May thirteenth. Wow, you are. I am getting. Schnecksville, Schnecksville, Pennsylvania has the Lehigh Valley Comic Con. May 13th, uh, Ontario, California. Wow, that almost threw. No, that's Ontario, Canada. Yep, it's Ontario, California. Canada. Oh, I mean, there's an well, there Ontario. Is an, there is an Ontario in California. There though. is. I wonder if this is Ontario, California, because it says United States, so it has to be Ontario, California. Oh, then it is Ontario, California. 
is Comic-Con Revolution. Ooh, I might have to go to that. I didn't know there was one, so I'm going to have to take care of, take a look at that. In Toronto, Ontario, Canada, uh, 13th to the 14th, it's Ontario Comics Arts Festival. Uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Tidewater Comic-Con. Oh. Um, Novi, Michigan. The Motor City Con- Oh, Motor City. Uh, that is that the Motor City Show- Comic-Con? That is the Motor City that we're going to miss. Oh, yeah. That is uh, frequented by our friends over at the Ninja Starship. So they, they do Motor City. Apparently, they take over Motor City. Uh, yes. So that's very cool. All that's right, where awesome. Source Point is located and Podcast Detroit. Oh, that's obviously. their home base. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Uh, Buffalo, New York. This is going to be uh, May 19th. Uh, Nickel City Con. Is Buffalo the Nickel City? Oh, Buffalo Nickel, Nickel. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, get I get it. I get it. If you happen to be in North Carolina, Fletcher, um, in Fletcher, there's the Asheville Comic Con on the twentieth. Uh, also on the twentieth, uh, Mont Mont Montcon, Nebraska. No, that's not Nebraska. That's in Canada. Oh. What is NB in Canada? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up real quick for you. So. Uh, you don't I didn't have even to. look at this that the country. Yeah, oh, it's, um, it's New Brunswick. So it's it's the East Coast Comic Expo in New Brunswick, apparently. Yeah, New Brunswick. Cool. All right. Well, we're we're Americans. We're, we're Americans. We know about we don't provinces. Know. Yeah, those Canada Canadians. What are they? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> hey Jay. Um, in the twentieth and twenty first in Rochester, New York, it's the Flower City Comic Con. Same weekend, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Three Rivers Comic Con. In Aurelia, Aurelia, Ontario is the Aurelia Comic Con that same weekend. Same weekend, New York, New York, Five Points Festival. In Laurel, Maryland, it is the Comic Book and Non-Sports Card Show. I, I, you, you know, give it a name. Just give it a name. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? right? Uh, May 25th, Phoenix, Arizona, the Phoenix Comic Con, also supposed to be an amazing show. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton. I keep seeing um, who's uh, actually going to be attending, like the celebrity guest list who's attending. It looks pretty good. Um, yeah, Phoenix is not too far from us, really. Either either one of us. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, Phoenix is actually fairly close to maybe at some point in the future we'll have to apply for press for that. Uh, mm. the, the same weekend, 25th to 28th, Orlando, Florida has Megacon. 26th and 28th, Bangor, uh, Maine. Maine? Yep. Maine, Bangor Comic and Toy Con. In Jamaica, but apparently there's a Jamaica, New York, man. Uh, there is Borough Con. <laughs> uh, and that's going to close out May. That's going to close out May, yes. Uh, so as we approach May, um, we'll have another show, of course. Uh, but we've we've hopefully got you covered for the entirety of May. And we'll have a guest, of course, as we do, as is our regular every week. But, but you know, if you're like itching for some Comic Con love, again, we're going to try to post up some of the um, content from uh, the Great Philadelphia Comic Con as well as Starfest. So there is stuff to look out for. You can find us on Twitter at POI Podcast. Yes, we don't have our own little Twitter account, but that's fine. The, um, I think you don't need to be inundated with a bunch of individual show podcast Twitters. You really don't. No. And, and Francis and I both have control over the POI Twitter account, so we we got you handled. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and check us out there. Uh, if you want to write in, yes, we do have a, a 
a, an actual email address, uh, despite not having one for so long. But we learned our lesson. Conwizpod at gmail.com. That's C-O-N-W-I-Z-P-O-D at gmail.com. Check that out. Send us your thoughts on conventions you've been to. Let us know your thoughts on the conventions that happened the past month, what you're looking forward to in the future. We want to know because we want to share your stories and your experiences on this show. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Just look up Conventional Wisdom as well as uh, on Google Play and Stitcher. So we're all over the place now. We have our own feed. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes, do that. And if you want to show your appreciation for this show, you know, a lot of people do Patreons. A lot of people do uh, PayPals. And we're just asking for something simple. Share this podcast with others. Share it with a friend. People who are totally into the convention scene, let them know. Now, we don't just cover pop culture and uh, comic book. I'll be going to anime convention in the end of May. So we'll be talking about anime, like, full stop. You know, we'll be, we'll be cover, we try to cover it all. Um, and again, we can't cover it all without your stories. So please go ahead and again, share this podcast with a friend and let people know, share it on Twitter, on Facebook, let the folks know. Hey, so, maybe Dell, that doesn't work for you. And you want to call us, you can do that too. Yeah. What's the number? 314-764-7631. What does that say? POI pod one. Just let let us know which podcast you're, you're calling in for, and please, you can even send us a text. We we love text, too. You can text that number, and we will uh, definitely share those texts on the show. Josh, sir, we're out of here. So where can they find you online? You can find me at 303 underscore ninja or all over the Points of Interest Podcast Network. Fantastic. And you can find me at aka the other guy. Um, on Twitter, and you can follow all the stuff that I do at sincere-sarcasm.net, uh, where you can also find uh, the main feed also for this show, if you're if you're at all interested in that, it's there. Um, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, POIPodcast.com is your home for all good podcasts that are worth listening to, like back when we were interesting, a podcast where we talk about the stories that make you and us interesting. Josh and I are the hosts of that. And we'll talk to you all next time. All right? Bye, everybody. That song ended way sooner than I thought. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, I heard like, that. I was, I'm, it's over already. I'm not going to draw attention to it. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs>